So it's uh, quite a big day in Kenya today. A number of uh, presidents from across uh, the region and, in fact, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu have arrived in Kenya. They're there for the inauguration of President Uhuru Kenyatta. I, Uhuru Kenyatta... In full realization... In full realization of the high calling, of the high calling, I assume as President of the Republic of Kenya, I assume as President of the Republic of Kenya, do swear that I will be faithful, do swear that I will be faithful. And bear true allegiance. And bear true allegiance to the Republic of Kenya. To the Republic of Kenya. That I will obey. That I will obey. Preserve. Preserve. Protect and defend the Constitution of Kenya. Protect and defend this Constitution of Kenya. As by law established. As by law established. And all other laws of the Republic. And all other laws of the Republic. And that I will protect and uphold. And that I will protect and uphold the sovereignty, the sovereignty, integrity, integrity, and the dignity of the people of Kenya. And dignity of the people of Kenya. So help me God. So help me God. So that's Uhuru Kenyatta earlier on being sworn in for a second term as Kenya's president today after his controversial re-election in a court-enforced second presidential election. Remember, that was boycotted by the main opposition candidate, Raila Odinga. Odinga's National Super Alliance had called for peaceful demonstrations in memory of those who've died at the hands of police and militias in post-election violence. Now, they'd planned to hold an event simultaneously at the Jacaranda grounds. Uh, my understanding is that uh, police had sealed off those grounds and uh, tear gas had been used in the area surrounding that, presumably to try and uh, keep people away. There have been reports filtering in of clashes between uh, various uh, supporters of the different parties. We're joined online by reporter Sarah Kamani. It's been obviously a very, very busy morning. Sarah, good afternoon to you. We've uh, heard earlier of the swearing in of um, the Uhuru Kenyatta, but let's go back and and talk about some of the tension ahead of the inauguration. And uh, I understand I also heard reports of of clashes between uh, different party members. Uh, What has been going on in Kenya? Yes, good afternoon. Uh, We are at the stadium where Uhuru Kenyatta has just taken oath of office to begin his second and final term, his final presidential term. As we speak now, uh, visiting uh, heads of state from various countries are addressing cheering crowds here uh, at the stadium. Uh, President Lumbu of Zambia has just concluded uh, speaking, saying that uh, the rest of the continent was worried that the electoral process was taking too long and they were worried that the country may slide into chaos. But they're saying uh, they're here now to congratulate Kenya uh, on the elections that have just been concluded. 
In terms of uh, descending into chaos, uh, I understand there was a serious lockdown in Nairobi today. The opposition, uh, NASA, had called on its supporters to, you know, join together and protest against this and remember the people who've been uh, killed in post-election violence. But I do understand that uh, police have been, uh, you know, acting to make sure those gatherings uh, don't take place. Yes, indeed, the police uh, have... uh uh, cordoned off the area where that opposition rally was supposed to be taking place. And indeed, in the east of Nairobi, not very far from uh, where the Serenine ceremony is taking place, police are battling the Dinga supporters with batons, tear gas canisters, and even water cannons trying to disperse uh, people who are battling uh, to attend that memorial service. Because police say that meeting is illegal and that it should not have been called today or at all. And uh, tear gas also used at the stadium itself. Clearly, there were a lot of people who showed up uh, who couldn't be accommodated in the stadium. Are there a lot of the people outside the stadium still? Yes, indeed. The stadium can only take 60,000 people at any given time. And we had thousands and thousands of people. Uh, By the time police were closing the gates, there were still more than 10,000, close to 50,000 still outside. And when it became clear that they would not be allowed to get in, uh, some of them tried to force their way into the stadium. Some were scaling walls, some were scaling uh, the steel gates. Uh, some gates even coming down. And so when police realized that a stampede was about to happen, uh, they fired tear gas at the crowd. But that only made uh, the situation worse because we've seen uh, several people being carried uh, from the crowd uh, on, on, on churches into ambulances. Uh, to hospitals or to being attended here at the stadium with severe injuries. An interesting side issue to this is the presence of Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli leader. I understand he didn't actually attend events at the stadium due to security reasons, but he's there not only to meet with uh, Kenyatta, but other African leaders. Tell us about that. Yes, indeed. Um, Now, as we speak, he has just arrived at the Democrat International Airport here in Nairobi. Uh, He will not be making his way uh, to the stadium, but we understand he will be at the State House in Nairobi, where he's going to hold several meetings, not just with President Kenyatta, but also with other African leaders who are in this meeting, uh, just uh, because this would be the only time that he has uh, to meet them at a goal. Sarah Kamani, our reporter, who's uh, covering uh, the events at the Kasarani Stadium, Kasarini Stadium, uh, rather, in Nairobi, where Uhuru Kenyatta has been sworn in for a second term as the country's president.